When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nick Sharapa's mm. calling me. Put him on the podcast. This will be our intro. Hey, Nick, you're on the podcast. Hang up. Hang you up. don't want to be on the podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm on the podcast? You're on the podcast. Hi, Nick. Yeah. You can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put a limiter on it now. <laughs> yeah, you do. What? You got to re- reduce that yeah. noise. So what's up? But the crunch is great. Oh, okay. Never yeah, mind. it's nice. I listen to it and I'm like, I want some nice, lighthearted vulnerability. And you guys do a really good job at that. Thank you. This That's what we do. Hey, how do you think the rebrand is going? The rebrand is going? Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't like it? I, I haven't noticed it. That's why I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Crunch. It is your boy Ethan, and I'm Patrick. Nick Sharapa, what a guy! Yeah, what a guy. A, a quite, uh, I would say the laugh is <laughs> inspiring, is inspiring, but also uh, terrifying. Yeah, I. It's so funny because like when when Phoebe first saw both of them together, she was like, "Oh my gosh, they're the Sharapa they, brothers." The 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 face the facial similarities of like really. Like the way they react to certain things, but then in terms of like, they're they have certain mannerisms. Like Father Anthony could never do the Nick Sharapa laugh. No, he doesn't have the the, the lung muscle. capacity. I don't think <laughs> he doesn't have yeah, the lung capacity or the range. His, it's from his, all those his, cigarettes that he smokes. The falsetto man is just so yeah. anyway. But yeah, they are. They Father are Anthony's Father Anthony's falsetto is him going. Oh wait, you're so right. He does have the range. He just doesn't utilize it as he much. He just as doesn't. He can't do it loudly. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like when he Did speaks, I... when he speaks in a higher pitched voice, it's just his normal voice, but just kind of different. <laughs> like his his of... homily voice is, is very it? different than his regular speaking voice. Really? Yeah. So he he's very deliberate with his words. Which and he good. uses his hands a lot more, if you could imagine. I can't imagine. And, yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah, his his, hom- his homily voice is very different. Did I know you saw this picture, but the people haven't seen it. I dressed up as him for. I Halloween. was about to ask. Yeah, how did that yeah. go? So it went really well. I I dressed up as him for uh for Halloween for the for the youth group. So we had our little Halloween thing on the twenty seventh, and I came in, and everyone was there for me walking around, but he he had mass and came mm-hmm. in late. Mm-hmm. And so he walked in and the reaction <laughs> and they got the reaction in the, in the picture. If you want to go and see his reaction, uh, uh, Instagram at Patrick Nevy, I, I, I most recent picture, I think. 
but yeah, it's really funny. I had a cardigan, a beanie, everything. My was, the bottom of my shower image. is still black from that hair dye. So oh really? It's rest in peace, my shower. That was incredible. It was great. You know what I dressed up as for Halloween? <laughs> what did you dress up as? It was the worst costume. So I was uh I was in a funk on Halloween. I was just uh, oh really? Just didn't have a lot of energy. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Um, but I dressed up like a dad, and so I have these. <laughs> I have these soccer socks that I wear when I play soccer, like over my shin guards and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I, and they're white. And so I pulled them way, like as far <laughs> up as they could go. And then I put on some shorts and I, yeah. I hiked them up as far as they could go. And I wore my belt and I have this, my big dog shirt that says <laughs> golfing yeah. at the crack of dawn with the dog leaning over and grabbing the ball out of the hole. And it's got a butt. And I wear, yeah, it's got a butt and I had a hat on. And then I carried around one of the large, very large grilling spatulas that the <laughs> Newman Center has. And so I, I that was my I costume. I just want to grill. And it was it was very effective. Everybody knew exactly what it was. They were like, great yeah. costume. And then they moved on. And I was like, yes, I passed the – I slid right into slid the – I went as a middle schooler once. I had a My Chemical Romance T-shirt, <laughs> cargo shorts, a bright red hoodie, and a snapback, a la Daniel Glaze. I knew a guy in high school – who wore who had made his own my chemical romance zip up hoodie uh-huh. it was like it was just black but he painted with white paint the my chemical romance thing on it jonah if you're listening i hope that you don't wear that anymore you wore it every day <laughs> and it smelled please please but they're stop. back so now he can wear it again are they back i heard i heard they're i back. didn't know that they were gone if yeah being honest if you want to remember you can remember mick rib my chemical romance is back <laughs> stupid i stole that from a I, tweet absolutely you did one of my favorite tweets ever is yo that joke you stole is from the same internet we all on I lo- <laughs> <laughs> oh man mm. that's really good does anything fun happen to you this week uh not that i can share publicly yeah i had a lot right. of private uh <laughs> i mean this here's private the thing victories. right it's it private victories but the the nice part about this is is that it, people's minds can just wander. You know, what might it be? Did Ethan go on a discernment weekend? I don't know. Yeah, did I knows. did I get into heavy into investing into blue chip stocks? Maybe, right? <laughs> did I? Do you even know what a blue chip stock is, or is it because I said it earlier? It's because I watched Wolf of Wall Street one time. That <laughs> I know that I know what blue chip stocks are. Is it because I watched Iron Man 2? Well, that's public knowledge. I did watch Iron Man 2. Did you know that Elon <laughs> Musk is in that movie? Yeah, I didn't even know he was famous enough to be in Iron Man 2. I think, at the time I think I Iron Man 2 came out right after Tesla failed the first time. And so I think it was a bit of a joke, like a self-aware, like, oh, I, I really messed this up. And then they yeah. threw him a bone. Like, you can have a, a role in this movie. And now Elon Musk is Tony Stark. Tony Stark. So. Or, or Tony Stark with weed, I guess. That's yeah, the, I guess. Let's let's be honest. Tony Stark smoked weed in the fir- in the in the phase one. He doesn't anymore. That's true. Phase one, Tony. <laughs> phase one, Tony definitely wild man. Definitely did some stuff. Which means it's only a matter of time before we unearth General Patton, and he becomes Captain America, <laughs> frozen in ice. <laughs> That's what I mean. General Patton, frozen. Like the in real ice. General Patton, <laughs> the actual one. Then we uh, yeah. bring him forward. Pretty sure we can visit his grave and exactly. Know that he's not and then, like, I don't know who's who's a who's a famous scientist that'll end up becoming the Hulk. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. John Lennon. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> John Lennon. Uh, uh, who's the lead singer of Coldplay that made the album The Scientist? That's John Lennon. Oh, all right. Easy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, Chris Martin. Chris, 
Chris Curtis Martin? No, Cur- Chris. Oh, Chris Martin. Martin is the name of the guy. The lead who's singer. the Who's the female scientist that had all of her rewards taken away from her because she was a lady? Um, who discovered like the chromosome or something? We watched a movie about her in elementary school. Whoever she is, she can be on Verified Twenty Twenty. We can also dig her up, and she can be a famous superhero. That's an interesting <laughs> question. But she's not alive. She's <laughs> just. A- <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't very nice in addition to the fact that she first of all i can't remember her name now which is evidence enough that she wasn't given it brings a whole new meaning to the alive. name of the hero scarecrow woof <laughs> they didn't they didn't bury her in ice because she wasn't popular enough at the time of her life and so mm-hmm. when we ba- when we dig her up to introduce her as a part of the new avengers she's just a corpse decayed <laughs> and dead that maybe invented something in the past but we don't remember that's sad and kind of sexist. I feel bad. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like this joke anymore. <laughs> well, quit laughing. I'm sorry. I can't. That's I'm just all right. picturing not her, but just a person. Just like that's their superhero <laughs> identity. They're just a dead person on a yeah. stick. And they dead person the by day. Dead person bu- above ground by night. <laughs> I don't know how oh, all this man. works. So What a chore. My whole point being, I also played a lot of Wii Sports Archery this weekend. Yeah. I got very good at it. How'd you do? Okay, so let me tell you. So I am a purist when it comes to these sorts of things, right? I want mm-hmm. to – I don't want to use you any sort of – play naked? I don't want to use any sort of cheats that, that maybe yeah. make the game easier. But Alexander, my teammate, comes in, and he sees me trying to get 10, you know, 10 on every arrow. So get a perfect, perfect score. Tens. Perfect 10s all the way across. And he goes, oh, what if we just – because if you tape a piece of tape – or like put a piece of tape on the screen. It's kind of oh. like a reference point. It's like where your arrow is going to be, like where the center of your circle is. And so it helps it easier to aim based on wind and all that stuff. It's oh. so like, just do that. And I was like, no, I don't want to. This, the game didn't give me a reticle. I'm not going to cheat. And he's like, well, fine then. So I went and took a shower and then he did it. And while I was in the shower, he got the perfect <laughs> game that I've been trying to do for more time than I would care to admit. <laughs> He and took your high score. He took my high score. He did it on wow. my me too. He didn't even switch Whoa, to his own me, which I so think is Ill- illegitimate. And now I can never play the game again. All the yeah, enjoyment has been sucked out of it for me because wow. of the the techna, the the, the yeah. techne of it has yeah. has overcome the art. Yeah. And the Last soul night I of the couldn't game. sleep, so I re-downloaded Duolingo and tested out of Spanish. I don't know Spanish. I know enough apparently to take the test five times and get and get it. So I tested out of Spanish. That's that's muy uh, muy rapido, my friend. There. <laughs> One time, Nick. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but he was in Please. Spanish, and me and Phoebe were sitting on the couch, and he goes, "All right, I'll be right back. I gotta go use the basura," <laughs> which means trash can. Have I told you? Have I told you about the character that I'm workshopping? <laughs> no, is it RF Beans? No, oh, I, I, it's the one that you you replied about RF beans. It's this one character who uh, is a he works for Ford Motor Company, <laughs> and anytime something bad happens, he comes up, he sidles up, hands on his belt, and he goes, "Henry Ford didn't die for this." And <laughs> I've just been kind of walking up to my friends with these big gangly legs. What going, did Henry, Henry Ford die for? Uh, capitalism. Ah, <laughs> assembly. True lines. American hero. It's whenever something's not efficient, you know. You Henry yeah. Ford didn't die for this. And so I've also taken to, like, when I go off to the bathroom, I kind of turn and walk like Prospector Pete in Toy Story 2. <laughs> and I say, I'm about to go drop a Chevy. And it's <laughs> it's not a funny joke, but I get a lot of enjoyment out of, uh, That's really good. Out of doing that. So 
That's what um, I've been up to. Eventually, we should have Verify 2020 be sponsored by just a concept. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the of the self sharpening pencil sharpener, electric, <laughs> the electric pencil sharpener, sponsored. No, I mean Verify like I mean like a like a like a like a concept. Like this Verify 2020 is sponsored by ingenuity. Ingen- yes, exactly. <laughs> this 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 week's Verify 2020 is sponsored by Ultramontanism. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope not. This week's Verify 2020 is sponsored by Respect. Respect. <laughs> Just do all of the virtues that were taught in elementary school. This week is brought to you by Integrity. Everything I need to This week's episode of Ver- this week's It's Ver- like a PBS ad. Brought to you by Everything I Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. It's the ads that you get after you watch Dragon Tales. <laughs> and you learn wholesome life lessons and also about magic stones that take you this to Dragon Land. This Verify 2020 is sponsored by those Amazon make money selling things on Amazon ads you get on YouTube. Huh? What? You, <laughs> you lost me there this? on that one. <laughs> you lost me there? <laughs> I lost. I got lost. You don't spend enough time on YouTube. I don't. I should probably spend less time than I do already. Yeah, me too. You know where I want to spend more time? Hot Take Time Machine. Hot take, hot take time, time machine. machine. We can spend all the time we need in the hot take time machine. Hot take time machine is a segment with an intro that's on the dock that I need to pull up. You hot take time machine is a segment where we look back at the prime of our social media posting. If you have a hot take five years or older, DM it to us at the Crunchcast on Twitter or on Instagram or email it to us info at the Crunchcast.com. Ethan, take it away. I would love to. Mm hmm. My hot take uh, came from a simpler time, and this is – I don't know if this will be funny or just kind of like a, wow, look, <laughs> at, look at that prescient uh, tweeting that Ethan did. This must have been – okay, so I'll, I'll, t- I'll give context. This was been – in 2014, I think the Winter Olympics were going on, mm-hmm. and everybody loves the Olympics. Everybody's mm-hmm. second favorite Olympics. Nobody likes the announcing at the Olympics, okay? Is that so? I, I mean, that's true for me, and I'm I'm going to project my own preferences onto everybody else. Like a normal I don't like human. the announcements during baseball games. I know my dad doesn't like the announcements during I don't like Joe games. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> there are multiple announcers in uh, Marv Albert for NBA games. I don't think does a good job. But we got to love Kevin Harlan, you know, one of the greats. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I tweeted this February 8th, 2014, 5.55 p.m. The day that Matt Lauer and Meredith Vieira retire will be a day filled of dancing and rejoicing. <laughs> One like by someone I don't even know. Just and a that random. aged incredibly poorly. <laughs> it, 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 it aged well. Actually, it aged really well because yeah, actually, you're right because he, he retired. Because a lot of people celebrated of like, thank goodness this perverted creep bow man. Thank goodness got, he's gone. He got fired from the company. I don't know what for Meredith Vieira is doing, but for those of you, let's look. Let's go look it up. I'll explain why okay. Matt Lauer is bad. Please. Um, if for those of you who don't remember, he's the guy with the button on the desk. Yeah, he not was kind the, of not the not the nukes button. That's the president. <laughs> Who He's also the, might fit into this? Who also <laughs> might have a button on his desk? Who <laughs> people might also dance and rejoice uh, okay. when he retires? I was reading. I was reading an autobiography uh, by a guy who was in the Trump White House, and mm-hmm. you know the button that's on Trump's desk? Yes. No. Okay. There's like a big red button that's on Trump's desk. Did he and have it's it like installed? Comically big, and it's comically red. Yeah. And apparently, what he does is he has people over, and he'll like say like, "Oh, don't pay attention to that." 
and like because everyone's obviously looking at it and then like during conversations he'll just move it closer to himself and flip it open and then he'll just like randomly press it and everyone like freaks out like he just launched the nukes <laughs> and then <laughs> and then in two seconds a staff member comes in with a glass of diet coke and says that <laughs> is so funny Oh my I, gosh! It's like <laughs> that's actually great. Isn't that funny? Like that's if I great was president, diplomacy. I would love to have a button that brought me bubbly, in just a in not diet coke is really bad for you, President Trump. Please don't drink diet coke. Like just for your health. Um, if you're listening, and I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> did you find? Did you find what Meredith Vieira is doing? Yeah, she's doing this show right now called Twenty Five Words or Less. Mm-hmm. It's like a game show. It's a really uh, short show. Based based on a board game. <laughs> yeah, it is. <it's> <laughs> <laughs> she or can get halfway like through a, the a sentence and then they minute. then they cut to commercial. Um, welcome everybody to Twenty Five Words. Lit. Um, it's a celebrity. It's like daytime television. So she's just she's just doing little you know pet projects little, little, here and there. Yeah. Um, but she was she was hosting the the Olympics with Matt Lauer. At uh, in 2014, I believe she also mm. was the longtime host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire after Regis Philbin, oh, wow. Regis Francis Xavier Philbin, might I add? Um, oh wow, was he Catholic? I his dad wanted him to be Catholic, but Regis is the name Reed. of a Catholic high school in New York. That's like very prestigious, apparently. Anyway, wow. not important. But uh, yeah, I didn't really like their commentary. I didn't like the way that they were describing everything that was going on during the open opening ceremonies. And mm. uh, looks like. You know, Matt's crimes caught up to him. Yeah. So, More Meredith, than one of his crimes. Meredith up seems to, to have escaped squeaky clean, but who knows? Who knows, who knows, who knows how long that'll last? <laughs> who knows what the twenty-sixth word was? Might have been a bad word. Might have been. Might have been a no-no word. It might. <laughs> we're really reaching the point where if anybody says an, it's like we're, con- we're two realities are converging right now, where politicians are saying the f word to try and get votes, and also. Daytime hosts are like desperately avoiding the no-no words to try and not get canceled. And I'm like, these two things are going to converge at some point and there's going to be a big explosion. There's going to be an event horizon. Where and it's going to be just... called the 2020 election, if we're being honest. Is Kanye running? Uh, I, I would love so. it. I would I, I would love it. It's even better now that, that all that has happened. Someone, someone brought up the point that just in the future, elections are just going to become like more and more of like a, of a, Hey, just like look at me. I'm I'm saying ridiculous things. Don't you want me to be president? And it's uh, I don't know what I, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel yeah, bad is that, about is that. It, is it bad? I don't. I think I don't it's. Think, I think I it's think good. <laughs> I don't. Because that's the natural result of democracy: is who can get the most attention is going to win. Yeah, I know. It's so funny because like when you talk about when you talk about like high school elections it's always about like who can who's friends with who's the most gonna people. promise ice cream during recess yeah and now that's like the reality for the nation it's just like who can promise the most fun stuff it's like someone someone is someone is uh like promising a's on homework like everyone always gets a's on homework and then the other person is promising no more homework ever question mark and so it's just a it's just a battle between who wants more homework and who wants a's i will become the teacher and we will no longer learn anything. <laughs> I'm gonna cancel class every day. When I Those when I was in when I was in high school, someone won on the platform of slip and slides through the hall. Really? Yeah. I lost on the platform of I'm gonna represent you well to the <laughs> to the teachers. I got a I got, got a, beat um, out by Michaela Butler. Oh, Michaela. I'll get you, Michaela. What a high school days. name. 
This was sixth grade. <laughs> uh, I, I lost and then got a consolation prize. Um, I became a senator for my class. Oh, really? We did not have a senate, but I was a senator. And I got to walk sixth in graduation, even though I did not do anything special. I walked before all the valedictorians. <laughs> <laughs> I Take was that. A, I was a Look senator. where your hard work got you. This is, this is a metaphor for life. <laughs> you don't have when to work hard. When you're as hard, handsome you as Patrick Nevy, you can get far in life with doing very, very little. <laughs> doing just enough, baby. When I was in college, uh, I was a senator for the College of Engineering. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a very high responsibility job it in is. a school of 24,000. Got to pass legislation on how engineering works. I, I did <laughs> very little. I just – my good friend, his name was Jack. He was the student body president our senior year at K-State. And so whenever we would vote on anything, I never did, like, the reading. I never really paid attention oh my gosh. to the legislation. <laughs> so whatever Jack voted, I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I agree I with like Jack that. on those things. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's good legislation. That's, that's good a way to u- execute the arm of the legislative branch yeah. at Kansas State University. But I have to imagine that that's how it goes in Washington as well. Yeah, like, it was like, I was going to say, here's the thing. There's definitely been cases where people have phoned it in and changed the course of American history. Oh, gosh, that's horrifying. How many times do you think that happens in a session for Congress? All people I did are like, was, oh, I did not read this bill. <laughs> all I did was vote on whether or not we could have smoking areas on campus. That's really like the biggest thing that happened <laughs> while I was in office. But I remember I remember Franciscan student government was like the source of a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Um, one, <laughs> For a 2000 one of, person school. I know it was so funny because one of the one of the things that my senior class did was they got a um, they secured funding for a motorized rock wall. In, what part um, of the wall was motorized? Like you could drive it places for people to climb? <laughs> no, it was or like the, one of those rock climbing treadmills. Moved. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> and it was funny because people were like, "Oh my gosh, this is what our tuition is going to." They were all Bill Cosby, and <laughs> and people were like Speaking incredibly of Matt mad. Lauer, Bill Cosby. And of course, this was at the same time that Donald Trump was running for president, and okay. so we had a rock wall controversy at the same time, time. as the other, other wall thing. Wall, and I had a field day with the memes. I thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is the first time a Franciscan student has been against the wall." <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that NCG uh, video about people cheering when Trump got elected? No. At Franciscan. No, but I was an RA, and I do remember the night it happened. There were people streaking. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It actually. was a very small group of people, but like if you if you went to school with me, you know exactly who it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I know that you did. Yeah. Um, oh man, Pat, what are some other hot takes that we had sent in this week? Okay, I'm gonna do Will's, and you can you can read the other person's. I don't want right. to reveal their name just yet because they're gonna freak out. But okay, uh, from at William Bonder, mm, on November fifth, two thousand nine. Ooh, an old one. He posted Thursday, two different words, Thursday night lineup on NBC tonight, caped <laughs> off, not capped, caped <laughs> off by the office, comma, 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 chameleon, TV, my life. So he put about what? 20 commas down and then put TV, my life. Um, I get it, Will. I do. Thursday I night really is must-see TV. Always has been. Must-see, always, always has been, always will be. Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Thursday um, night. Thursday night. Uh, friends. Thursday night. Thursday night. I. I, Frasier? I was okay. So I think I think who was what, what else was with it was Seinfeld and Mash and then another show was always on on Thursday nights like mm. in a row. Yeah. 
I think it might have been Friends. You think so? well, Friends was on NBC? Yeah, Friends was on NBC. Yeah, so if, makes if sense. my if my memory serves me right, it was Seinfeld, Friends, and Mash. And the only reason why Friends was so popular was because it came on in between two really popular the shows. The most on popular television. shows. Yeah. Yeah. And um that in in the business we call that a hammock. What business? In, in communications oh, okay. <laughs> in communications they call that a hammock the other way to do stuff is a tent pole where you put a really popular tv show in the middle of two shows you want to be successful and then those will become successful wow yeah learn something new every day i, I really do thanks this will for letting me show off my <laughs> yeah that's crazy my random knowledge of television I didn't, programming i didn't watch tv in 2009 Man. i was too busy learning the uh the art of the sword <laughs> I did not <laughs> study the art of the blade. Yeah. Um. I did not watch The Office in 2009, but I'm proud. Enough. I'm proud that you did. Will what? You are old enough. No, I wasn't. That's a good. No, point, I, I have this theory that nobody's old enough to watch The Office. Nobody shouldn't watch it until you're dead, and then oops, we don't need TV in heaven. <laughs> Ethan, your crusade against The Office is the least honorable thing about you. What's the most honorable thing about me? Um. Your dedication to this bit. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Do you want to read Teresa's hot take time? I would love to. Teresa Bova, big fan slash supporter of the show slash. Slash uh, I still owe her $50. Slash I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah. She's she's a good friend of the good friend of the podcast. November 4th, 2013. If I make food for you, I care about you. If you don't eat it, I may never make food make you food again i almost thought i said i may never make food again but (laughs) (laughs) i will never eat ever again if you don't like my food if you can't handle me at my making food you don't deserve me at my not making you food you can't handle the foods i i enjoy this because i want this to be true forever like i want her to be making dinner for her children and then they don't eat their broccoli and then she just <laughs> never feeds her child. Never. Again. Yes, never again. <laughs> it's one of those things that's like, wow, thank goodness we have someone who's making food for me. Oh, wait, there are conditions on my friendship and hospitality. You didn't eat this. You're going to die When did she now. post this? This is 2013. This is 2013. This is back when, how old? Six years ago? Yeah. 18? I don't know how old Teresa is. 17? We don't, nobody knows how old Teresa is. Nobody, she's, been, she's been alive forever. Um, but Teresa is like a professional chef. Professional cook. Professional cook. Is she actually? Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I get her confused. There's a student here who was on public access television as a kid who had a cooking show. Oh, that's And I was like, Teresa's not the person I know that's a professional cook, but turns out I just know more than one. (laughs) Isn't that weird? I don't know more than one. And I I still eat hot dogs for dinner. (laughs) Every time time I'm cooking like a meal that's a little more... Uh, in depth than my usual repertoire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i always I, I never i don't usually do but i half consider texting Teresa. i'd be like hey how would do you, i cook would a you sweet put, potato <laughs> would you put basil in this how do i this make sure i like cook something. a salmon correctly so it both tastes good and doesn't kill me how do i squirt lemon juice onto this dish without getting it in my eye? how much salt is a dash <laughs> how much dash makes up a pinch Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's sorry. That's very funny to me. Okay, uh, for the I I just 
I just want to spend the rest of the podcast on Dr. Ethan's dating corner. I would love that. Let's let's jump to uh let's jump to Dr. Ethan's dating corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show you've been waiting for since puberty. It's Dr. Ethan's dating corner. Welcome to Dr. Ethan's dating corner. It's a it's a show where I give really good advice uh to people who have questions and i understand father harrison tweeted ethan why are you giving dating advice if you are going to be going priest listen don't tell me that as a priest you've never had to give dating advice okay yeah and usually the even if the dating advice is just don't do it regardless of where i end up i'm gonna have to be doing this one way or the other so (laughs) let's see here our first question i see these i'm like i'm hesitant to to read out people's handles but if you want to go and uh Okay, here's my Blast here's the rule. If this? they DM'd it to us, okay, then we don't. Okay, it's if a secret. If they posted it, if they, t- it, if they posted public. it, then it's public. Okay, got it. Thank you for establishing reasonable and responsible privacy. Uh, laws. Reasonable and responsible boundaries is my middle name. <laughs> Patrick, reasonable and responsible boundaries. No, <laughs> my favorite movie is in- extremely reasonable and incredibly responsible. <laughs> it's a movie about nine eleven. Oh, well, that's true. Man, I I've been thinking about making a meme with like the poster no, for no extre- whatever you're thinking. No, no. it's funny. It's okay. for extremely loud and incredibly close, and it it like the caption will be I just hung up curtains and replaced loud and close with dark, so it's inc- extremely dark <laughs> and incredibly dark in my room now, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is funny. But I don't that know how to. Kind of funny. I don't have the Photoshop know how to do it, so I'm just gonna make it a, a audio a goof. verbal joke. Yes. Okay. Hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is from Anonymous. Is it time to move on when your crush only texts back with boring messages? Huh. Interesting. Is he a boring person? I don't think that matters. Okay. Here's what I here's my prognosis of the issue. You gotta (laughs) remember, Patrick. Who's we gotta remember whose segment this is, okay? (laughs) I just have questions. It's fair questions. It might be it might be that he's a boring person, right? It might be that the messages are boring. It might be that he is playing 4D chess right now, okay? (laughs) He's responding with boring messages, not because you're boring, but because he's trying to elevate you into the person that you need to be. Oh, wow. He's trying to sharpen the sword. He's trying to iron sharpens iron, so as one boring message sharpens another. Maybe the reality is, right, is if a dude is, is responding with boring messages, 
First of all, if you're texting your crush, what are you doing? Give him a phone call. Yeah, geez. That's I think that's real dating advice is that you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't just be texting your boo thing. Yeah, don't just also send what them. level are we at here? I feel like I don't have enough information to accurately answer this question. How long have you been texting? How old are you? That's I feel like that's the number one question <laughs> that I have on this segment is how old are you? Because I don't know. No, you just have to assume. You have to assume how old they are based right. on just how you feel about this My question. assumption, based on the fact that you're texting your crush, is that you're about 13 or 14. <laughs> okay? No, they would be TikToking their crush. <laughs> Does TikTok have direct No, messages? it doesn't. <laughs> because nobody if you're if you're an adult man right ask patrick okay he's engaged patrick did you it's get true. engaged via text message uh no boom i that's got all you need to know via that's, hawaii. you got <laughs> it's I, it's i took the whole state of hawaii and made it my my vessel made for it engagement. my ring <laughs> i don't think it's time to move on i think it's just time to evaluate like do you want a dude who texts or do you want a man who facetimes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Do you want I a think, boy who texts, or do you want a man who goes to Python Club? That's what you need. Do you want a boy who texts, or do you want a man who takes videos of himself at the gym every single day and sends them to you directly? Oh my gosh, that's what I want. That's, that's what I want too. Feel free if you have my number and you listen to this and you go to the gym, please. Even if you don't have my number, get it somehow. I have two questions that are two heads of the same coin. One, right. people who people who take pictures of themselves at the gym, how do you do that? Like, how do you have the audacity and the courage to do such a thing? Two, people who take off their pants and undies at the gym, I have another question that's similar. Hold on, <laughs> what kind of gym do you go to? I go to a normal LA Fitness, and every time I walk in. There's someone over the age of 40 with Outside. just drop trow. One time I saw a younger guy do it, but he was like up against the lockers and immediately put pants on. Like it was like two seconds. He was naked. But all these other mm. guys, they're like walking around. When I went to the YMCA in Newcastle, there's people like with their leg on a bench. Oh, just yeah. Just standing there. Captain hanging. Morgan. And I'm like, oh, my God. You got to dry it out. <laughs> the, I'll, I'll tell you this. I just learned today that gymnasium actually means naked workout. Like that's, yeah, the, does. that's what the word means. So I don't know why you're surprised. You went to a building called the naked workout building. <laughs> I went to a building called Nike. Nike. <laughs> so I hope that answers your question because, uh, yeah, just, just don't, don't have a crush on dudes that only text back with boring messages. Yeah. If you're asking the question, is it time to move on? Then it is time to move on. Yeah. That's them's just the breaks kid. Don't have crushes. Have don't have crushes. Have go to, go to Nike workout gym. <laughs> uh we got a question from another person this is a, a man this time it's on it's on my email do you need me to pull it up uh yeah that'd be great okay. if you could read well, it to me that, that'd be amazing in that case i'm gonna have to keep talking like this because i don't have it up vamp it vamp it. vamp it boy i'm just gonna type third wheel into google real quick and pull it up all right this is from anonymous uh dear dr ethan he sent it to me so he doesn't know where it. the info at the crunch cast that's goes. true Dear Dr. Ethan, I am a Catholic who is a happy third wheel to a recently engaged Catholic couple. We greatly enjoy each other's like. company and often spend time together. However, I have run into a problem. Really? The Catholic writings on the duties of a third wheel are non-existent. I am basically making this up as I go along, but then I heard Dr. Ethan's advice on a recent Crunch episode and thought, man, th this guy will be able to tell me what to do. So, Dr. <laughs> Ethan, can you provide me the, the advice I was unable to find in the history of church writings? Third wheels everywhere are counting on you to clarify this issue. Yours in Christ. I have some You just advice. read his name. Oh, shoot. I got to just edit that out now. Thanks. You got him. 
just make a little note. <laughs> I think being a third wheel is hard, but I've done it my whole life. Okay, I'm doing it right now on this podcast with Patrick. Who's the so, third person? Phoebe. Oh, she's not here. It's Jesus. This is Jesus just is the always boys. here. Um, my best friend in college got engaged our senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of my good friends got engaged my senior year. Another one of my good friends was engaged the whole time I was a missionary here last year. Just been another one of my good friends got engaged my first year on staff after I graduated college. So I have a lot of friends who are engaged and or married right now. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of learned a couple of things. Let's just say that you've come to the right place. Thing, <laughs> thing number one, you are allowed to joke. I'm, I won't say that. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> you can't joke about sex. That's rule number one. You cannot do that. Okay, Not that I've, I've never done it. I'll never do it. Especially if you're better friends with the girl than the guy. That's like hardcore off the table. <laughs> Definitely no. Not until at least like the weekend of the wedding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then not after. See, the, the problem is, is I don't know what exactly you're looking for. Are you looking for advice of what to do when you hang out with them? How to approach them in friendship? How to be friends with the guy? How to be friends with the girl? How to be friends with the person that you know better or worse? Yeah. Because all you can really do is just hang out with them and trust that they want to spend time with you, even if it might seem like you're an addition, you know? Yeah, because third wheeling often, like, you get in your head and you're like, oh, no, like, they want to be alone and not with me. And I have to say, like, that has only been my experience once, and it was with a very dysfunctional couple. You know what I mean? And so I I don't know. When I'm, when I'm with... Phoebe and with one of her friends with one of my friends it never feels like a third wheel it just feels like I'm hanging out with With my my friends friends. yeah Yeah. so it should I think the root of almost every question that we get on Dr. Ethan's dating corner is is confidence just be more confident yeah it's just especially hard to say it's not it's hard to say like (laughs) oh just be more confident but the solution is like your friends like you and they care about you and they want you to be around or else they would not have invited to you to that thing or they would not have come to the thing that you invited them to um so remember that and acknowledge that like they're not thinking about it you shouldn't be thinking about it um and just have fun right yeah yeah they might like hold hands or whatever and you might be like oh man i wish i had someone to hold hands with but them's the breaks you just got to get over that just the trinity dwells hand. within you rely on that instead yeah um, hold your own hand uh that too <laughs> i went for the <laughs> trinity dwells within you patrick says hold your own hand <laughs> Um, yeah, it all, it all buffs out. It's not incredibly say, insensitive, but <laughs> yeah, if you get lonely, carry, carry a small miniature flesh hand in your pocket that you can ah, reach into weird. your pocket and just kind of grab, you know, I hate that. <laughs> I love it. I think it's, Thanks, I, think that's I, hate actually, it. <laughs> I think that's actually the best idea I've ever had is keep an extra hand in your pocket. And then, uh, and then when your friend says, Hey, can you give me a hand with this? You go, whoop. And then you just hand it to him. <laughs> whoop. Whoop. And then you get to say, you certainly do got to hand it to him. And when you're at like really a talent show and the MC goes, let's give him a hand, folks. You just throw it from the throw audience. It. So you, there's so many applications of keeping an extra flesh hand on you, on your person <laughs> at all times. Oh, man. If you get lonely. You got to keep you, one handy at all times. If you need a quick joke, if you need <laughs> uh, some extra support in a tough time, maybe just put it on your own shoulder. You know, if kind you just of move can't it up and quite down. reach 
the chips, the Oreos mm-hmm. on the top shelf yes. of the pantry because mm-hmm. your mom hid them there because you eat all the Oreos at once. If you're trying to figure out that if you can really tickle yourself or if it takes something outside <laughs> of you to tickle yourself, you got an extra hand to really test that thesis. There's so many options. <laughs> Oh my so gosh. I would say I would say yes, <laughs> there are problems, and maybe there's no writings on this, but this is the first official statement that's being proclaimed. But we both work for the church. So this is really as official as it gets. This is magisterial. Carry a hand with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Next one. Next Let's topic. keep them coming. <laughs> Henry Ford did die for this efficiency. Um, we got a good question from Kevin Peck at Cap three six nine two. And he asked me, Ethan, I'm going to scroll. I don't want to get the wording wrong. I'm going to cut all this out. How do you become not boring to the opposite sex asking Study for a the friend? Art of the blade. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and this ties into uh, how do you become not boring? Carry a hand with you all the time. Carry a uh, hand. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's the solution for everything. <laughs> I think I always, always my question or my answer to this is develop some kind of affectation. For a while in college, I was this dude who carried around a ball, and I would just bounce a ball with me whenever I went. And people would be like, oh, you're the ball guy. And I'd be like, yeah, what's up? Oh, my N- god! Not that I really wanted that. I just needed something to do that wasn't being on my phone in between classes. Oh, um, I get it. So I just had something to do with my hands. But develop an affectation. Maybe you could be the mustache guy. Maybe you could be the bandana guy. Maybe you could be the uh, – Patrick, what are some other guys? Oh, my gosh. Um, the books guy. The books guy. You could be the yeah. stack of books not in backpack covered in your yeah. arms. You could be the guy that wears a coat all year long. You could be a guy that You could be the guy wear... that never wears a coat even when it's wintertime. Exactly. Yep. Um, you could be the guy that wears two different shoes. You could be the guy that wears really big headphones. Mm-hmm. Skull, just around. Skull candy. Yeah. You could be the guy that wears really big headphones just around. Around you your You could neck. be the guy that always uses a rolling backpack. <laughs> You could just be every, every. That kid takes out people's ankles. That's how you get ladies to notice you. Middle school, you trip them. yeah. <laughs> you, sc- you scuff up their cankles. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <That's> so mean. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know who we're talking about. Yeah, we don't know if they uh, have cankles. We don't know. They they might. Every ankle is a cankle to me. You'd be the guy that always has something to say about the weather. Yeah, you could really get into meteorology. Like super into meteorology, and then change your name to something weathery, mm, like uh, right. like Jefferson Rains, mm? Mm. Stormy Mist, <laughs> Cloud Man, El Nino. <laughs> I had a great tweet that went so underappreciated back yeah. when El Nino was a thing. I said, "What's the difference between El Nino and El Chapo?" And nobody. <laughs> Nobody thought it was funny. I got nobody. Like no, because likes. nobody thinks about like the weather phenomenon El Nino. No one does. Yeah. Well, it was right They're at like, the time where yeah. El Nino was like a big deal, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's gonna happen this El Nino season." And El Chapo had just broken out of jail and like with <laughs> underground tunnels. So everyone was talking about those two things, and I'm like, "Come on, <laughs> that's really funny." What's the difference? Well, El Nino is always a thing, right? One's a, one is a pure force of nature, and the other one is a hurricane system on the Pacific coast. <laughs> Little, little one of them are responsible humor. for the death of millions, and the other one is El Nino. Is El Nino? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh great. man! So maybe you could get really into, uh, you know, <laughs> maybe here's okay honesty hour. 
Maybe you could always you could be the guy that always talks about how you would be really good at stand up comedy. <laughs> okay, it's, I feel attacked. No, it's me. It's oh, me. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, is that everybody's interesting. Uh, it's just how you go about letting people know that you're interesting mm-hmm. that can really be the problem. Um, yeah, definitely. Because if you if you really love, let's say I really like basketball, right? I love the NBA. I think it's super interesting. If I were to only talk about the NBA to people, then they'd be like, ah, Ethan only does. It's kind of boring because all these all really only into one thing. Yeah. And so you got to diversify. You got to get yourself into good mutual funds, 7% interest. Uh, well, <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Um, that was a really good Dave Ramsey impression. Thank you. You got to find some things that you like. Okay. Maybe it's for me, it's like basketball. Um, I like to follow movies. I really enjoy movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple podcasts here and there, you know, just like a, a wide variety of things that uh, I get, yeah. I can, I can pull from to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. on top of like the church and evangelization, all that other stuff, you know. And so when you meet people, you can have various, you can ask them something and like see what they're interested in, and then maybe relate it to something that you're interested in. I just so happen to work with college age men, so sports is a really easy thing for. It's a really us, easy end, yeah. Really easy end to talk about. Um, but for you, you might be in a completely different situation. So figure out what you like, figure out a way to maybe relate it to what other people like, and then ask good questions and then share when you're asked mm-hmm. and be genuinely interested. And that's how charisma on command. Step yeah. aside. This is this is the crunch on command, baby. Do you watch, do you watch charisma on command stuff? Absolutely sometimes? not. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I want it to brush up. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the only, I, uh, I've watched a few that have to do with like the Avengers. Cause I really like Marvel stuff. And so I'll see like, like an Avengers themed one. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, that's cool. Um, anyway. So yeah, I agree with you. I think you touched on something that's good. It's like the, the best way to be interesting is to be interested in other people. Whoa. Because then people, when people say everything they wanted to say, they leave the conversation with a sense of completeness. Mm-hmm. But when you don't get to say everything you wanted to say. You leave the conversation with a sense of like, wow, I didn't get to say everything I wanted to say. I, I, that's unfinished. And that's like, that wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, you know? Anyway. Yeah. It just, it takes, uh, it takes a little bit of soul searching, right? Yeah. Get out, get out of your normal comfort zone. Maybe try something new. If you feel like life's a little bit stale, but always, always, always ask people about what they like, what they're interested in. Yeah. Um, because then people won't go, oh, this guy is not very smart. He can't really keep up. Or they won't say, oh, this guy's too smart for me. I can't really hang out with him. You got to find a right middle ground of being interested in other people and just sharing honestly about your own stuff mm-hmm. without being selfish or rude. So good luck with that. <laughs> Do you want to talk? You want to ask some uh, some non-dating questions? I would love a non-dating question. Okay. Hey, it's a monthly mailbag. Oh, which tricked again. <laughs> Dang it. I love always trick uh, sliding in the monthly mailbag and get people in there. Wow. Welcome to the monthly mailbag, the segment that we've done every month for three years. This is from at chair is grace. Maybe car is grace. Caris, Caris. Car- Caris grace. That's funny because Caris means grace. I think it's just the uh, grace in uh, Latin followed by Greek. grace. Is Caris Latin? I'm hoping. Dear Lord, um, <laughs> what are both of your thoughts? You know, on gratia s- plena. That means ah, full of grace. That's what I. Well, I knew you knew that. I was just making sure. Oh yeah, yeah. What are both of your thoughts on snow, especially driving in snow? My last name means snow. In what language? Italian. Greek. Oh. <laughs> no. 
Silly. Yeah, I hate driving in snow. The first the first week I was here in Newcastle, I was driving an hour to work every day. Mm-hmm. And the first week I was here was a, was a just gigantic blizzard. And so I couldn't go into work my second day of work. I just stayed wow, home. Wow. <laughs> I think snow is good in because December. And then any snow that comes after December is a pointless waste of time. I know. It's like, hey, buddy, Christmas is over, okay? That's the only reason you exist. I'm really here. Let's. I, I, sometimes I walk outside in February and I talk to the snow. I say, hey, can we get a vibe check here? What are you guys trying to do? What are you guys trying <laughs> to accomplish? Check. Vibe, vibe check, check on the check. snow. Because it's. I've lived in Kansas for a long time. Patrick, Florida boy, you might not know. I don't know if you've ever seen snow. I live in, yes. Uh, jury's still out on whether or not Patrick has seen snow, but <laughs> growing up in Kansas, I just have... close my eyes for the month of <laughs> November through May. Yeah. We would, uh, we would, we would get snow early on, sometimes as early as uh, November, and then or October, and then it would just be really cold, and then it would get to like February, and yeah, we'd get some days off, but it's just the the after effects of the snow, where it's all piled up, and it's all it's just cold. And it's wet. And, and it's Walmart dirty. has like gigantic snow mountains. Yeah. And it's still kind of cloudy. Until July. Yeah. It's, I, that's the part of snow that I don't enjoy is the, but the, the first couple of hours when it's all pristine and pure and you can look outside right. and say, mmm, God. And that's, I like that. Yeah. But, and so I like to get up really early when I know it's going to snow. But driving in snow, I've never had a problem with it. I've never, I've never been one to, uh, wreck or crash yeah me either i love drifting um i once slipped on snow um my first week of living in the snow and i had snow boots because i was very scared of slipping in the snow Uh uh-huh and i see these northerners walking around in sneakers and i'm like okay obviously i don't need to worry about this but i was wearing my snow boots yeah and i had my brand new laptop in my bag and i slipped on (gasps) ice and it dented my laptop and my laptop has a little dent in it Uh and it's got character now and it was 12 in the it was it was 12 noon and i to this day am mad at franciscan university physical plant for not salting the sidewalks (laughs) (laughs) and one of my friends had the audacity to say well you should have worn shoes with traction i almost kicked them with my steel-toed boots because i had them on and i was like how dare you put this on me i can't control the traction of things you the best part of snow is ice and I understand that ice wrecks are, are terrible and they ruin people's lives, but if, I'm just talking about ice on sidewalks that you can skate on <laughs> in sneakers. Last if you know year, it's I, there, it's different. I think I, I think I talked about this on the podcast last year, but we had a one we have this really long concrete patio outside of the Newman Center here, and it it got frozen over. Oh and my so gosh. there were for like probably an hour there were about thirty of us outside charging full speed at this <laughs> At this concrete patio vice and then jumping on it and sliding as far as we could down the way. That stuff is fun. And that, that stuff you, fun. You can't do that in summer. What you, you can do is like, you just take a hose and you spray your driveway the night of and then uh-huh. overnight next morning you got an ice mm-hmm. skating rink. You call the principal and say, hey, listen up. I can't make I can't <laughs> make it. I got, we got problems. <laughs> can't get my car out of the old D-way. And, um, uh, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but one time winter break sure. I had to drive my friend to school. Or sorry, not school. I had to drive my friend to the airport. And uh, we were at Franciscan's campus, and because it was winter break and no one was on campus, 
physical plant decided we don't need to salt the roads the roads no. don't need to be salted at all and so i'm driving what are roads my car on these iced up roads and we make it down the big hill just fine mm-hmm. it was it's terrifying and i didn't use my gas at all i just slid down on my car mm-hmm. and then getting back up was the hard part but we like we like skidded on ice like several times and my friend offered to pay me gas money and i was like no you're not allowed to pay me gas money for this because if I die on the way back to school, it will be said that Patrick Nevy di- died doing a good deed for a friend. Not <clears throat> Patrick Nevy died for $7. <laughs> you can't give me money for this because I might that would die. be I would be selfish if I were to take that money. Rather, let it be known <laughs> that this was for my legacy as a good man. Let it be known for my legacy. <laughs> I should have taken the money. For humility. Should, <laughs> I should have taken them. Looking back, that was a mistake. Looking back, uh, that was a mistake. I'm going to text Marcos right now and be like, hey, buddy, remember that time I drove you to the airport? $7 pay up. <laughs> I think the worst snow day experience that I had was in high school. We had a snow day and school was out and I was still forced to come in for band practice. <laughs> Marching that, band? Like, no, concert band. Oh, different. It was awful. Mm. I was so mad. I was like, I'm not going to go. He can't make me go. And my mom was like, Ethan, you should go. And I was like, fine, I'll go, but I don't want to. (laughs) My least favorite, my worst snow experience was uh, when I was in charge of an organization that was uh, tracking metadata uh, Mm -hmm. in uh, cell phones and computers. And then all of that information was leaked by one of our former, sorry, that was my worst Snowden incident. I have to laugh like this because you went completely silent. <laughs> I'm just so mad. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Listen, you're on thin ice with me, buddy. Hey, oh. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ethan. I have a podcast. Edit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just got uh. this crazy email. It looks like it's from a group of people that were in a war. I'm just kidding. Wait, <laughs> no, save it. Save it for later. I just got this email. The subject it's all in line. block letters. That's it's all just. It's just in block letters. It's etched in stone. <laughs> <laughs> it looks half finished too. I don't understand. <laughs> it's like they started the email and then they couldn't finish it because it they didn't says, have enough funding. <laughs> the subject line says we didn't have enough funding to finish this email. <laughs> It's it's we got it. We have a new verified 2020 supporter. It looks like <laughs> this email attempted to say that the that the National Monument in Progress Crazy Horse in South Dakota has joined the Verify 2020 joined campaign. Okay, now, so for background, we've been doing we've been doing Verify 2020 for a while. We have almost 100 people signed on to our cause, which is amazing. Among them are many celebrities, including Charles E. Cheese and Hammy the Hamster. Mm-hmm. Um, or <laughs> what's his name? Hammy the Squirrel. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and every week at Audrey, uh, at Audrey Marie, I don't know how to mm-hmm. say her handle. She does an amazing job at getting a picture together of all of us. <laughs> and last week we did two weeks ago we did Secretariat. And she was upset with us because she couldn't find a good picture of a horse from 30 years ago. And so we decided to send her a little love 
by uh, finding a supporter that would be even harder to Photoshop. Even harder to Photoshop. So to we reached Photoshop. out to Crazy Horse. Crazy the- Horse actually reached out to us, and we said, wow, thank you. Because so, we've been away for a couple weeks on Verify 2020. We took Our campaign took a little break. Yeah. Because um, the demands of, uh, of campaigning, obviously, are, are very high. The campaign uh, trail is really rough. It is. It is. We've, we're fighting off Mayor Pete and uh, at, at every turn. But we're so happy to see the the Crazy Horse Memorial, which is a mountain monument under construction on probably the hill land of the Black Hills in Custer County, South Dakota, United States. Very obviously, like everybody knows that already. I didn't have to say it, but it is a uh, it's it's actually I went to visit this on a family vacation once, which really? is why it's like near and dear to my heart. So it's 17 miles from Mount Rushmore. Okay, so it's not that out of the way of a main touristy type of thing. Yeah, that's fair. But you go because apparently the only thing you can do in South Dakota is just carve stuff out of just mountains. carve stuff into rocks because there's nothing else <laughs> there, dog. Um, except for except for Miranda, I think. Shout out Miranda. Here's the thing, right? If this is what's so impressive to me, so you know that giant statue of unity in uh, uh, where is it? India. I don't. The huge one that, like, when people are standing next to it, it looks like they're they're maybe as big as his toe. Um. It's, oh my gosh, yeah, I have seen if, this. If I showed it to you, you'd know what it was. If Crazy Horse was completed, it would be the second biggest statue after that one Who in the world. Who is the statue of? Uh, which one? Crazy Horse? No, Unity. Uh, it's an Indian statesman. Ah. So, I mean, who do you... I mean, you must have done a lot of really crazy stuff to be allowed to be made a statue. Like, someone just like, man, I gotta make a statue for this guy. This is a... Imagine if we just made, like, a Senator... It'd be like if we made a statue out of um, Dan Quayle or something. It'd be like, well, <laughs> this is making any sense. So Crazy Horse is incredible. I went to visit it. They have all these videos and all these things, and they try to really get you to donate, and they have this whole movie that they show you about why the government is not giving them any money because they don't want the government to give them any money because they've refused it because okay. of atrocities committed by the United States government towards Native Americans. And so... It's it's really uh it's it's an incredible project. It's very ambitious, but the problem is is that it's just not gonna ever get done. Which is really sad because it's a very impressive statue and the statue supports us on Verify twenty twenty. So why would you not yeah, want so to why would you not want let's him let's to be... let's we should get we should get the, the Crazy Horse Memorial people in a room, we should get the United States government in a room, and then we'll be there to kind of mediate and say, Listen, you guys both need something from us, but we need something from you. I also have a gripe with Crazy Horse, though. No, no disrespect sure. to the person, Crazy sure. Horse. But does it count if you make a statue just like out of a mountain? Patrick, how do you think every statue ever has been made? It had to be. A but I mean, at like, I mean, like they moved the Statue of Unity is so crazy. Like they moved that. Like they put it places, and mm-hmm. it was places, and then they moved it. They're just like they're just like chipping away at rocks that already exist in a place. You know, it's like it's like. This mountain is a regular sized normal mountain, and now they're just going to carve stuff, and now boom, it's a statue. Yeah, listen, I don't think we should be insulting our followers and our. That's uh, a good point. I'm just, I'm just thinking about this. Us. Condoleezza it's Rice like, didn't it's get this like, kind of heat. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Crazy is Crazy Horse a statue? Is Crazy Horse a statue? I think it is. Is it a statue yet? It's, it's a monument. Technically, it's a monument. Like, that's fair. Yeah, it's striking how much he looks like George Washington. <laughs> he's, he's not even the same race as George Washington. I mean, everybody looks the same when they're mountain-colored. All I'm saying is thank you. We're really glad that you're here. We're really excited to see you as a part of our Verify 2020 banner. Um, 
if you love the Crazy Horse Memorial, if you love Condoleezza Rice and LL Cool J and Mitchell Musso, you too will also join the Verify 2020 campaign. The link to our change.org petition is in our description. That's the word I was looking. I was going to say bio, but that's not real. Link in bio. Link in bio. Link in park. Link in the park. <laughs> you can find us on patreon.com slash the crunch. You can find me twitter.com at Propostle. Patrick at Catholic Pat. You can find both of us at the Crunchcast on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram, Ethan Stevie. You can follow Patrick on Instagram, Patrick Nebby, I, I, I. Catch us at SLS20. Register if you have not registered yet. It's going to be incredible. We're going to do a live show. It's going to be the best show we've ever done, except for maybe some other ones that we've done. <laughs> Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Life's not bland when you have an extra hand. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. We will see you all next time Snowden decides to release information. Epstein didn't kill himself. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.